Good afternoon, good evening, hope we are well team. Monday 27th of September, we have the lovely Alison here and we're going to be doing tonight's hot seat. So Alison is going to basically just run through a few things which have been working really, really well for her uh, and understanding in terms of where she was, where she feels that she is now and a couple of bullet points when it comes down to some nutrition, some lifestyle, some mindset factors, some organisation and uh, how she's more than anything just really kind of really this month has just dove into sort of the all or nothing mentality and just seems to have a, a really firm grasp on that. We were just chatting kind of before there and could our results have been better in terms of number on the scale? I mean, potentially, like there's there's argue for that. But I think what's really stands out to me and why I feel like Alison has been the standout character and how she's going to bring so much value for us for the next sort of 30 to 40 minutes is just her ability to to keep ticking the boxes even if she doesn't quite understand kind of the big picture and we're going to take a deep dive into this like Alison again she'll, she'll tell you like she's been for as long as she can remember she said that she's always been on a diet and uh, more than anything she just feels like it's, it's starting to feel like a lifestyle change and uh, we're going to take a deep dive into that just now so like I said, we're going to be talking about what's worked, what doesn't work. Uh, you're going to understand a little bit about nutrition, a little bit about training, a little bit about lifestyle, and a little bit about mindset as well. And then we'll have some questions towards the end. So, um, Alison, I'm going to walk you through this. But before we start, is there anything in particular that you feel you want to, to share with the guys at all before we dive into those? Uh, just make sure you're on mute. I believe you are. Alison? Um, I don't know. I just want to get started now and get... <laughs> Because when you messaged me, I was like, really, how do I, how do I respond to Matt and think, say, I'm really flattered, but I don't think people want to listen to me waffling on for half an hour. Um, but I think, will I just get started? Yeah, let's, let's take a wee, that wee deep dive into this just now. So okay. I'm going to be making some notes kind of as we go on. As I said, we're going to be diving into what was like before, what was life like after, top three mindset wins, top three lifestyle wins, top three training, nutrition, body factors, and then one piece of advice, and then what are you most excited about? So just super short, super short. Yeah. I'm going to be making some notes as we go out so that we can reflect back on these. So give the, the team a little bit of an overview. When you when you first reached out, where do you, like a little bit of backstory regarding your training history, your diet history, your attitude towards food, your attitude towards training, Okay, I'm an all or nothing person and it's I have what I would class as an obsessive personality. So if when I start going to the gym, I'll go to the gym and that's it. Don't think about anything else and we'd think, well, I can't go out to eat tonight because I've got to go to that class at six o'clock. Um, and I was getting to the point that my life was being controlled by all the negativity that was going on so I'd had a chat with a personal trainer and you know don't get me wrong Matt you're like in the long line of personal trainers that I've had over the years but you're the probably the first one that's ever said but why do you do that so it made me start to think so I had difficult conversations with me and with you and then obviously with family um, and I'll be honest I've had decades of feeling worthless, um, being a failure, undervalued, 
um, angry, ugly, sad, you know, you name it, I've probably felt it. Um, I've got a poor body image. I don't look at myself in mirrors um, if I can help it. And um, passing shop windows is just like, oh my God. And if I do catch a vision of myself, I was like, really? How did that happen? Um, and I suppose, and I'm not blaming my childhood, but my, I'm of, of, probably of the generation because I'm sort of like early 50s. So, and, you know, parents were quite, we were working class, but, but they had money, you know, my dad had a good had a good job um so food wasn't a problem and we were rewarded with food you know the ice cream van came out after tea time so you got something you know and you just didn't get like an ice cream you got a sweetie and maybe an ice cream cone or whatever so I think going back to and we've spoken about this Matt about you know you don't leave the table till you're finished you know you have your three meals a day you have your snack you have your supper and you have all this whether you're hungry or not and I suppose where I am now is looking at where I've come from because over the years it's been a quick fix I've done every diet in the book I've done shakes I've fasted I've done Atkins you name it, done it. Um, and did I get results? Short term, yes, but it wasn't addressing mm. all the, the things that are going on in my head. You know, you go to Slimming World, for example, and you are allowed to eat this, this and this, but you're allowed 15 sins a day. So for me to just equate like sins and it's always making it negative, my computer's just gone off because I've been so organised today and I took wrote notes. Dean's <laughs> just that it's just fucking locked itself. Um, it's fine. We're going to go off cuff here. We're going to just we're going to run with it. If you want to try and get it back up, we can do. So again, I think a lot of people can really relate to that, and there is just so much sort of confusion. I think what really stands out to me there is never really just understanding the the why behind your actions why never question it why like who told you to think like that and we started to understand well you always leave food in your plate so setting if that's a belief if that's something which we hold mm -hmm. on to if that's a story that we're telling ourselves is how can we address that how do we challenge that or how do we effectively mm -hmm. how do we effectively work with that and I know that there's mm -hmm. a few diet strategies just with regards to what you have in the cupboards it's that sense of completion like You'd spoke about having the family bag of like Maltesers. Now you love nothing more than the snack size bar of, of, of Maltesers. And, and we'll dive into that a little bit just now. So yeah, again, a lot of really, really good points there. Um, I want to kind of shift focus now. Like, where do you feel you're you're at now? As you said, we were just kind of chatting a little bit before uh, we jumped on the call. Like, looking at the weeks when they're absolutely amazing when again they're sort of okay and in those moments where they're maybe not as as good um as an overview before we take a deep dive what do you think or how do you feel that your life or the direction is that you're heading in now what are some moments that you're like you know what like i'm heading in the right direction and no like what does that feel like to you i think for the first time probably ever I feel like I'm in control um, 
And I ask myself questions like, you know, why do you, you know, silly questions. Why do you want to have that? Well, because I fancy it. Um, but now I don't, I think it's for years, it's you've, I'm waffling. I knew this would happen. Um, it's like you've, you deprive yourself and you have this diet um, mentality, but, and I've wrote down here, life is not about dieting, it's about living my best life. And it's taken me all this time to realize that, you know, the food that I put in my body is, is the fuel. If it's good food, then I feel better. If it's crap, like my family size, you know, shared bags of Maltesers, um, doesn't make you feel great. It makes you feel good at the time. Um, and it's amazing how quickly I can polish off a, a you know a family-sized bag of Maltesers, you know, in the car from the supermarket to home before I get come in. And that was another thing is was the secret eating. You know, everybody saw, you know, I knew I was putting on weight. My family must have saw I was putting on weight, wasn't eating proper meals. So they must have been thinking, what the hell's happening? Mm. Well, that'll be the you know, and I probably squared it away in my head saying, well, I've not eaten today. I've not had breakfast and lunch. So having a big bag of Maltesers and 10 chocolate digestives, that's okay because that's, that's balanced it out. Yeah. So just having that structure, the right sort of intention rather than just yeah. the rational thought of, I need to eat something. So these are here and we know we need to eat something, but we just never quite had that right sort of thing in play. And I think as well, because we spoke about the, you know, the like the zero to 10, mm. um, because some mornings I don't feel like breakfast, but it's the whole, you know, you have your breakfast before you go to work or you go to school, you do this, you do that. So I'm trying to get into the mindset of, you know what, it's okay not to have three meals a day. I could have, two bigger meals and maybe a snack and a piece of chocolate later on if I want it and um, that's okay and it's you know just it's breaking the cycle and breaking what I think is normal love that absolutely incredible absolutely incredible <clears throat> and the chat box team again let's just let us if there's anything of this which you feel is, is standing out, if there's anything which you feel that you can relate to, and as well, any questions, all I want you to do is just write in the chat box, ask, and we will come back to those towards the end. So let's, let's start to pick that apart a little bit more now, challenging the belief systems, dealing with the all or nothing mentality, the, mm -hmm. the secrets of eating. When we sort of look at the mindset factors, like what are three of your biggest lessons or three of your sort of essential things which allows you to think clear not be reactive be proactive and what three things which you feel you need in your head for it to make that have made sense three, three biggest takeaways I think it's and it sounds corny but you know I am in charge of my own destiny my own life and it's only you know I'm the only one who can steer my way there Nobody mm. else can do it for me. Um, and I need to, you know, and the thing about being kind to yourself as well, because I don't think 
over the years, I have been very, well, I haven't been very kind to myself because I've, you know, ate crap and got fat, mm. you know, and there's no excuse for it. Well, is there an excuse? You could argue yes and you could argue no. Depends on, you know, that split personality, you know, thing that's on your shoulder. Um, but I've said earlier, you know, life is a journey. And I think it's accepting that, that, you know, this is not a quick fix. It's taken me all these years to get to where I am. It's going to take me several years to, you know, to reach my ideal. And I don't even know what my ideal is. It's an interesting question. Let's just see what could be possible. Rather yeah. than thinking, right, well, the, the ideal version of Alison should do this or she shouldn't mm -hmm. do this. It's just sort of that curiosity in terms of oh well let's see kind of when I as you said it's putting good food in my body it's doing good forms of exercise it's being caring it's being compassionate it is just taking that ownership and I think more than anything taking that make making that decision that isn't going to be a quick fix that you know yeah. you're going to put in the work once you accept that and you make that decision that no matter what you're going to follow through on it there, there's something extremely powerful rather than kind of I'm kind of in, I'm kind of out, I want to do this, I don't want to do this. Making that decision is, is a really powerful one. And I think as well, you know, and I, I can't remember which talk it was, but, you know, not comparing yourself to other people. Mm. You know, just because, you know, I'm involved, you know, the majority of people have been standing in the queue at Slimming World or Weight Watchers and, you know, the person in front of you has lost, you know, 10 pounds and you've lost nothing and you're like really mm. i followed the plan but everybody's everybody's bodies are different you know and that's it yeah stop comparing myself to other people because i am me yeah powerful and dealing sort of with those those negative moments again like we've had weeks like just last week again you um you dropped about what five or six pounds and like there's there's week four we haven't dropped anything there's there was one week where we didn't really get many sessions in just because of what's going on. So in those moments, speaking about the mindset in terms of you speak about compassionate, appreciating the journey, that all or nothing mentality, what do you, mm -hmm. how do you deal with those moments really? You know what, like I've not done my best. You know what, I haven't hit my steps today. You know what, I went over my calories today. You know what, it's Thursday and I've only done work, one workout. Like yeah. how do you deal with that? What can you give the, the team? to help them because I'm sure we can relate to this. I've stopped beating myself up about it because I, you know, and I think after Jean said, you know, we're all human and depending on what's going on in your life, you know, personal life, work life, COVID, whatever's going on every week, every day is a challenge. Um, and it's just how I get through it. So, yeah, you know, I didn't maybe do as much as I wanted to do last week because I wasn't feeling 100%. But I made a concerted effort that, like, today I was going to, you know, I was going to the gym. Tomorrow I've booked in my diary that I'm not starting until 11 o'clock. So I'm going to go to the gym first thing in the morning. Um, whereas before I would have been like, oh, well, I'll have to go to work. But, you know... I need to look after me in order to be able to look after my staff. Yeah, powerful. What do you actually, again, tell us a little bit more, like, what do you actually do? Is, is it something that you say to yourself? Like, let's get really granular because it's great for us saying, 
Plan, plan, plan. Yes, you're all human. Don't beat yourself up. Be kind, be caring, be compassionate. I think everybody's like, yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. And I, I know that, again, you felt the exact same. Like, I know I'm not going to get there overnight. I know this isn't, yeah. but what do you actually do in those moments? Like you said, um, how do you actually deal with that? Like when you're reaching for the Maltesers or you're feeling yourself slip up or you're this working? Yeah. I must admit, since I started, you know, I have, you know, I've been, I wouldn't know if it's, I wouldn't necessarily say it's journaling. You know, I write th- random statements down and then obviously if we're having a, like hot seats or um, when Jean and that, you know, I take notes in that as well. Um, yeah. And I think it's just, it's just changing from being totally obsessed about you know the weight on the scales and one thing or another and that's I've made that decision that I'm only going to weigh myself once a month first you know and do all my measurements and that because you get I, I would get too hung up on it yeah love that is there anything else you want to add on to that I think that last point um we can sort of just summarize with regards to focusing on the health benefits rather like the health gain what what can mm-hmm. i gain from better nutrition what can i gain from exercise what can i gain from yeah. what can i gain from that versus how do i lose more weight naturally as yeah. a bad product would you agree that be taking ownership being caring being compassionate planning being organized being structured yes being disciplined yes having the ability and the strength to to raise your hand these are all strengths that you've focused on as a byproduct. You've also lost weight. Would you agree with that, Alison? Yeah. You know, and I'm not, it's, it took years to get to where I am. It's not going to come up, you know, I'm not going to be a size and I'll never, ever be a size 10. You know, let's be honest. You know, this, this journey is going to be an ongoing one. Mm. Anything else you want to add on until there? Lot of really I'm, just looking to see, I'm just looking to see what else I've got in my notes. As I say, I'm so anal about being organised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think that's it. You know, we've spoke about, you know, like lifestyle, work, homework balance. You know, I do. Yeah. Let's, let's shift on to sort of the lifestyle factors just now then. For you, when you look at your week, again, we speak about planning. Uh, you can't be disciplined to a plan that you don't have. So when you mm-hmm. take a step back and you're sort of planning and organizing your family time, your downtime, your workouts, um, even just the art of sort of, as we say, being selfish so that mm-hmm. you can be selfless to others. How have you how have you managed to really take that piece of information and not just like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I know that I should be looking after myself more, but how do you feel you've actually followed through on that? Um it's been difficult because I think as a working, not I would say working mum because my kids are flown the nest now, but you know you don't schedule time for yourself because you've got work, you've got home, you've got your children, um, and any time you do have left, but by the time you would get to use it, you're ready to go to bed. Mm. So. I suppose 
like I've got my planner thing. Yeah. And a, and a plan on my little um, colored. Do you do your daily? Pardon? Do you do that weekly or daily? And I do it. Well, I do it weekly, but I also add into it daily if there's other things that maybe come up. What do you? What do you usually like looking at your diary just now? What What comes up? Like what? Give Give us the first three to five things that you focus on when planning. Um. Depend well. Depending on what my work schedule is, mm-hmm. you know, can sometimes well it does impact on um, what I do during the week. Um, yeah. But trying to, I suppose, saying no more often to work. <laughs> if that makes sense, you know, it's... What do you do instead of saying no? Um, what do I do instead of saying no? Like tonight, I just, because I'd had enough. By about quarter to four, I was just like ready to scream. I was just like, I'm logging off um, to go to the gym and I'll be back in an hour or so. So I didn't have to say to people, log off. (laughs) As we say, it's saying no to others. Uh, Once you say yes to one thing, can you do this? You, you, You have that emotional intelligence in terms of how you feel when you're at your best and when you're starting to to slip. So saying mm-hmm. yes to work means you're saying no to yourself. Something else. Yeah, yeah. totally. Saying yes to yourself um, for a wee hour just allows you to do that, come back and feel so much better because of it. And that's it. The homework balance, I need to keep that in check because work would just suffocate my life if I let it. You know, I could work seven, 12-hour shifts a week and I still wouldn't be caught up. Um, and I've put down lifestyle, been engaged in life, you know, actually... When I when I attend something that I I am there, I'm not just there in body, but I'm getting something. You know, like we've spoke about that. You know, like running around after like children and being involved and doing different things. But yeah, being engaged in what I'm doing. You said that intention sort of beforehand. Um, I can really relate to that. I know that I was working when I was working with my coach when we first were going out. Um, I'm part of this business mastermind that I've now been in for, for 12 months and, and we done a meetup in Edinburgh. It was with nine people that I'd never met before in my life and I was feeling socially sort of anxious kind of towards that. Um, and then I was working with my coach and she was like, just set the right intention. Like, what's your intention? You don't, if your goal, if your intention is you're going to compare businesses and think about how successful are and what's working with their business or if you're just generally going to have a good time and meet people, then you're lowering the bar. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of us set the wrong intentions when it comes down to um, when I go out, I'm the fun one, I'm the friendly one, I'm the, 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 the one that's always making jokes, I'm the, the most out, the outrageous sort of person. So what, when you're there, how do you allow yourself and give yourself permission to be fully present and fully switched on rather than sort of being caught up in I'm stressed about this, I'm stressed about that. Like, how do you feel you, you do those? Is it something you say to yourself when you, you catch yourself drifting off or you just focus on one thing? Or how do you feel you actually do that? I don't know. 
I think when I'm saying about being engaged, you know, in life, is actually doing things because before I, you know, I would have used it because oh, I can't do that because I can't, you know, I've not got shoes or I've got nothing to wear. But that's all just, it's rubbish. Love that. Yeah, just putting yourself out there more than anything. Yeah. Try, you know, planning things, doing something different. Um, and I put down saying yes to me. Mm. Huge. Love that. I think of every day. I think that's, that seems to be the biggest takeaway, guys, is you can be selfish in a negative way, which is letting everybody else run over you. And then all mm -hmm. of a sudden you feel out of shape and there's a bit of a pity party going on because you're stressed and you're emotional and you maybe need to take a day off work and you, your health starts to be kind of some concerns and you just, you just feel a bit down in the dumps. And then you've got all this attention, you've got this pity party. Yeah, and I think the big thing for me was having the difficult conversations mm. with, you know, like my other half, sort of saying, you know, because he'd made a comment, we'd been out walking and he said, oh, you've not been to the gym for ages. And I went, mm, yeah. And he sort of was like, whatever and I was like well I've not been don't feel that I'm really in the right place just now and he looked at me as if to say you know we're not going to have one of these deep and meaningful conversations are we um, and I was like and I said to him I said you know I, I don't feel valued I feel worthless and all that and he was like but why and I was just like because that's how I feel and then I think after you know going back over how I felt over the years growing up and I don't know whether and that maybe is a takeaway from some of that as well because I've written things down you know about how I felt when I was a child and things that you know comparisons to you know like my sister and one thing and another but you know my husband was very much like oh I didn't realize that you were feeling like that Mm, I didn't, I haven't told you, but you didn't ask. Mm. But, you know, how does he know to ask if I'm, like, really guarded all the time? That's so powerful. How do um, you... And I had the, my daughter as well, and she was like, oh, my gosh, you know, is this going to be, am I going to feel awkward? And I went, well, it's not about you. It's about me. And the pair of them just looked at me like, what? And I was like, this is about how I feel and how I move forward. Wow. Yeah. Huge. And what impact does that had on you, having those conversations and getting them on board? And again, like, as I said, speaking your truth, communicating. I think having that clear communication and understanding, it starts with yourself. Like, don't, don't get me wrong, this wasn't, like, when me and Alison were having these conversations, it wasn't just, I don't feel like I'm getting everything that I want in my house, right? I'm just going to go kick off to my husband. Like, it wasn't, <laughs> we, we sat and we kind of, like, questioned it and explored it. Yeah. Like, we didn't have that conversation today. Think about it for the next week. I'm happy to chat with you on our next one-to-one -one call. And yeah, like that took like sort of a week or two weeks of really exploring it. But what oh, impact has that had? I think our first 
call was meant to be like half an hour <laughs> and about an hour and a half later yeah. it unburdened my you know and it was it, it was cathartic you know mm. there was things that I hadn't said to people before you know I've never said to a personal trainer well this is how I actually feel about you know things um and I suppose you know we've got the stiff upper lip don't we we don't speak about our feelings yeah I know um so that is it more of a do you have you found that the like have you found that's more been a benefit for you personally and there's less emotional baggage to carry mm-hmm. or do you feel it's a more of a they now support you dealing with that baggage or is it a little bit of both i think they probably still don't fully understand what my baggage is yeah you know and that'll come through time because it's still you know it's still it's not difficult, well, it is, I suppose, difficult to have, you know, those conversations about how I feel yeah. and what's made me feel like that. Um, but no, I think just sort of saying to them, you know what, I binge eat, I secret eat. And my daughter was like, well, yeah, I, I know that. And I was like, right, okay. Um, But she was like, but you know, there's, how do you say to somebody, well, I know you do it without offending them. And I was like, and you know what it is, it's a difficult one because, you know, if food is an addiction, just like drugs or alcohol or whatever, but it's not as openly discussed. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and do you think that's just from the conversations we've had regarding, um, you'd mentioned with regards to your thought process to the past. Um, we were rewarded with food. So why would, uh-huh. we, why would we demonize it? In comparison, yeah. Like smoking is obviously being brought up. Smoking was cool at one point. Mm-hmm. alcohol was very cool at one point um again now it's, it's starting to shift and i think we're seeing that sort of shift more than anything amazing because um, i remember saying to you that you know i can remember one christmas and having christmas lunch and you know being stuffed to the point that you know it was going to be like you just couldn't eat anymore yeah. and mum making like tea and we were like no, I'm not hungry and she was like you will have these sandwiches you will eat them and I'm just like mm. but I can't well you're not leaving the table till you've had them yeah. Yeah, and well. I suppose that in itself wasn't helpful well, let's talk a little bit about how you set up your week to get to be happy that you've ticked all of the boxes in terms of your training, in terms of your nutrition, in terms of like your planning, is it set shopping days for you? Is it a little bit of meal plan? Is it meal prep? Uh, that plan do you have? Do you have it up on the fridge? Um, do you think protein first? Is it mindful eating? Is it water? Is it just set meal times? Like, what are your top three non-negotiables when it comes down to uh, giving your body what it needs to achieve, what it is you're to achieve each week? I do have. I tend to do an online shop now um, and go to the like 
just because I can't be bothered going to Tesco, to be honest. But I go to like the local like little green grocer and the butchers um, to just get what I want. And I, I'm trying not to buy bulk buy, you know, mm. just buy what I need for that. You know, so if I fancy a steak tomorrow night and it's not on my planner, but I think, well, I've got, I could have, I've got this, this and this in the fridge. I could have veg and that with it because I don't fancy what I really was going to have. Um, so I do that. I buy as a sort of go, but I do write sort of a shopping list, think about menu planning, but I'm also trying to not get hung up on diet food. You know, it's got, it's got to be like, you know, if I want to have a bacon sandwich for my lunch, that's okay because I'm going to have looked at, you know, what's, you know, the protein, the calories and that, and put it into my fitness pal. Today, for example, I had rivitas because not everybody likes rivitas and tuna spread thing with some tomato soup. And I was thinking, because that's the reality of normality. Yep. Love that. Love that. Anything else? I think water. It's, you know, making sure that I'm drinking enough. Um, What's your rule for water? I have mine, which is sit at the fucking table. Um, excuse my French. I do apologise. But for you, again, everybody knows that you should be drinking one litre per 25 kilograms of body weight. So I currently weigh around 97 to 98 kilos. So I should be drinking about four litres of water a day. And my rule is one litre with one meal four times a day, eight o'clock, 12 o'clock, four o'clock, eight o'clock. Sit at the table. Now that works. Yeah. I have my water bottle, which I have sitting beside me always at work. Um, I've been drinking. So, yeah. So, I tried. I probably haven't been drinking as much as I normally would. Mm. Um, but I have. That's been a concerted, you know, sort of saying to myself, you know, you need to have more. Love that. It's like... Because I don't drink tea or coffee, so... When I say that, it's like phone, keys, purse, water bottle. <laughs> yeah. <and> you know. <laughs> I love that. That's so good. That's so good. Awesome. Anything else you want to add on there? Pretty simple. But again, it's just, I think when you can make things this simple, then anyone who's watching this back, you're like, <clears throat> you're like, I know it is that simple. And sometimes I think we get caught in our head thinking it needs to be more complicated. Mm-hmm. When it's often- you know. Easy yeah, to do, but just as easy not to do. So if you're like horse nodding along here, like yep, 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 I know I should do that. I know I can do that. I know I can do that. I've done that before. Great. Use this as an indicator that you know what to do, and just follow through on these little things that you can do. Mm. Yeah, I and I, I yeah, I, yeah. It's not it's not rocket science. Yeah. So I don't know why I made it difficult. And I think as well as a mum, I was very conscious of what, how I acted around food with my children. So, you know, it was never about, you know, you're not, if you've, if you don't eat that, you're not getting this. It was a case of, well, are you sure you've, are you, are you finished because you're not going to get pudding? And they might go, well, mm, I'm not really hungry, though. And I you often say to them, right, OK, put your plate in the microwave because you'll get that when you're feeling hungry. Mm. 
Mm. And they've grown up like that, you know, and I've never sort of said, well, you can't have. Because I always felt if you say you can't have something, then you want it. Yeah. But they both have a healthy attitude to food. Um, yeah. So I must have done something okay with them. Yeah, I think it's so powerful that you can give such good advice. Well, yeah. Embodying it yourself, isn't it? I often joke that, you know, it's like when you watch all these programmes on TV, like Grey's Anatomy and whatever, I technically could be a surgeon because I know what I'm, you know, what to do you know it's the same you know and like everybody else I've attended every diet class going I've probably read every magazine that there is every book you know had the shakes tried the tea you know you name it to be honest I could probably be running my own multi-million company but I just chose to ignore everything that I knew that's so powerful. When looking to make a decision, just think, what advice would you give to a friend? How simple can you make it? Because you, often you know what to do. Absolutely spot on. So, huge. Team, in the chat box, very quickly, let me know where your uh, biggest takeaways are so far. We will wrap up with these final two questions. Um, in the chat box, so team, let us know what's been your biggest takeaway out of the last 30, 40 minutes. And then Alison, Reflecting back over the last eight weeks, 12 weeks, if you even think back, like we're, we're 12 weeks away from January of 2022. Think back, to, yeah, no, think back to, to January of 2021. Lockdown, in this position, we feel that we were in the worst position we've ever been. I'd ask you how far before you think you've hit rock bottom. We were like, I think I'm there. What one piece of advice would you give yourself? Um, I don't know probably you know what I was probably at my lowest earlier this year but I think anything's achievable everything's achievable And I think stop putting pressure on yourself all the time. Mm. You know, I, I'm not, the whole pressure about, well, I'm going to lose three kilos this week and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. The reality is that every day is different. Yeah. And I think you also said that earlier as well, every day is different. Yeah. You're human. You're, we're human, you know, as you know, work, family, COVID. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and I keep saying, yeah, and it's about me. This is my journey. The my family are just passengers. Yeah. And what do you feel you're most excited about heading into Christmas? I can, I can. Yeah, we set the 
our first call, we set the goal that there's that address behind Alison. I don't know if you Oh, know. yeah. There's goal. no way that's going to fit by no. Christmas. But we have we've set that goal, and uh, it's a gentle reminder for Alison. Yeah. So and everybody, yeah. Moving forward. It's quite funny, though, because when I'm at work, when I've got my webcam up, like my laptop up and everything, and the you can see it behind, people say to me, why have you, is that your ironing? I went, nope, that's my accountability dress. That will be one that I'm going to wear. I don't know when, but I will wear it. Love that. Um, Love that. So it won't be this Christmas. Well, but I'm not saying it might not be next Christmas. Do you think that's something you're just excited for um, looking to do? Or is it just kind of keep doing, seeing what could be possible? What do you think you're most excited about moving forward? I think just keeping doing what I'm doing. And don't... Don't plan too far ahead. Mm. I love that. Because everything changes. Yeah, just like, go on. Everything changes and, you know, we just have to reevaluate all the time. Mm. Yeah. Love that. And guys, this is why I feel like Alison has just stood out so much. Because it is that, like, not that it's not like the mindset. Like if you, if you think you need to be the person who can run half marathons, and if your goal is to fit in a size eight or a size ten, or lose a stone or two stone, a lot of personal trainers and a lot of us, like we speak a lot about mindset. And yes, that is kind of the big goal. It is about who do I need to become? Well, I need to become organised. I need to be disciplined. I need to be routine. I need to be structured. I need to be caring, compassionate, strength, vulnerable. Like these are all huge elements of it but at the same time those characteristics really come from kind of ticking those boxes and doing the things so if you know that out you want to be disciplined and if you want to be structured if you want to be organized and you want to be caring and compassionate break that down what are the one to three actions that you need to focus on and then schedule and plan those in that's exactly why allison is in this position because we have spoke a lot about mindset and we have spoke mm -hmm. a lot about these sort of incredible challenges. But as Alison said, she's been dieting ever since her teenage years. So you're talking 30, 40 years. So for, for me, just to think about saying, oh, Alison, like, just see yourself as a size 10. Like, it doesn't work. We need to just think, right, what are the actual behaviors? What are the one to three things mm -hmm. that we need to focus on? And as a byproduct, we will lose weight. We know that. Trust the mm -hmm. process. It's what yeah. we so get clear on those behaviors get clear on who you want to become and as Alison says it's break it down keep doing the work don't plan too far ahead understand that everything changes um every day is different you're human you're human don't put too much pressure on yourself I think those are all really 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 good there um absolutely incredible so uh, a couple of takeaways in the chat box if anyone like if anyone has any any questions now's the perfect time if not we can have to just sort of wrap up there so uh, we've got one here um, totally agree with being hard on yourself being a massive part of it i'm bad for it too but trying to keep that in check 
And another one is also, like what you said about changing your attitude towards the food you eat. I can have X for my dinner because I know that I've had Y for my breakfast and being aware of that. Fiona is in the chat box. She's saying, it's not about you, it's about me. Yeah, I love that in terms of just communication, like just expressing yourself. Um, because it's only when you really put yourself out there and you know who you are that people mm -hmm. can kind of accept and respect that. Um, being self-compassionate is sort of a big one. Um, I like what you said, uh, what you just said too. It's my journey and others are the passengers. Yeah, a lot of really, really good takeaway there. Um, awesome. So that's been a little over 45 or 45 minutes, which is absolutely spot on. Alison, anything on your notes there you want to add on or should we wrap up there? I think just wrap up there because I could waffle all night awesome let's wrap up on that one there so team thank you so much for that one um if you're listening to this back on replay simply just comment the word down replay down below it uh, alongside your biggest takeaway so that we've done uh and as well say say thank you and thank you and congratulations so much to, to allison there so we'll finish up the recording watch your ears <laughs>